Hi, I'm Ariel Faith, and this is a show where we cover all things regarding the Christian lifestyle directed towards believing teenagers in this modern world. But whether you're 13 or 30, this is how to count your chaos as joy. Hello, my name is Ariel, and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I cannot believe I'm doing this. This is insane. I've been waiting so long to actually sit down and record this episode, and I am just so excited to finally do it. I'm going to introduce myself. We're just going to start off with that. I'm not going to go and bore you with all the details about how long I've been wanting to do this. There were a lot of trial and error, and I am so thankful that I'm finally here and able to sit down and record. I am kind of nasally right now. <laughs> My just allergies are acting up a lot. So no, I'm not super duper sick, but if I sound a bit nasally, that is why and I apologize. But um, yeah, just side note. Anyway, let's just get right into it. I wanted to introduce myself and talk about who I am and how exactly I got here. I know that most of you who know me probably don't know exactly what I was planning on doing with this podcast. I mean, unless you're my parents, you guys probably know. But um, yeah, I just, let's talk about who I am first so that you know just a little bit about me. So my name's Ariel, as I said earlier. I am 16 years old. I just finished my sophomore year. I'm going into my junior year as a homeschooler. I have been homeschooled since I was, I think I was nine. I might have been 10. I don't know. Anyway, I am also a Christian. So I was saved when I was 15. Um, fairly recently, I've been walking with Christ for about a year and a half now, which has been the blessing of my life. And yeah, I'll get more into that later. But I run, so I just finished off my track season, and I'm going into my second cross-country season. That was my very first track season, but right now we're doing off-season practices for cross-country, so that isn't as time-consuming as it will be, but yes, it does take up quite a bit of my time. I also work for my dad. I have a 4.30, or not a 4.30, sorry, excuse me. I have a 4 a.m. shift, so I wake up at 2.30, which I know most of you who heard that are probably wondering how on earth I sleep and people who do know me still wonder how I sleep so it's yeah it's a learning process but I've been doing it for about a year and even though it sounds absurd it really isn't as hard as it seems and it's honestly so beneficial like waking up that early has given me more time to actually okay I knock out work in the morning and then I have the day to do whatever I need to do um, because I do balance a lot I have to have that daytime in order to do like my school because yes I'm still doing school over summer or to run and etc so it really isn't as hard as long as you make sure to get the right amount of sleep so I try to go to sleep around and this is try like good day <laughs> I try to go to sleep at 6 30 but that does not always happen. I try to lay down at about 5.30 because I try to, you know, shower, brush my teeth, wash my face, lay down, read, and then go to sleep. But, um, and then therefore I go to sleep around 6.30. But that doesn't always happen because I sometimes if it's a crazy day, I have to go to sleep at like 8.30, which I know sounds really bad since I'm trying to fix it. But um, as long as you take, I try to take melatonin in order to help me go to sleep. As long as you take your time with it, you can learn how to, or just discipline your body to wake up at that time. And I was really bad at it when it first happened. I did not want to wake up. It was kind of, well, 
the first three days of me working last year, I was super excited. I was like, yeah, I got this. It's not that hard. But then when you do it over a period of time, it becomes exhausting and you don't want to wake up that early all the time. And even on days I work from home, I have to, on days I work from home, I wake up at like 3.45. I do not always want to wake up that early. Like sometimes I definitely sleep in. My dad will <laughs> be the first one to tell you that. Um, and just going into the office and waking up that early to do so is just a lot more beneficial for me. So during summer, it's easier to balance. I tr do not work at the office during school time, but during summer, I do, and it's easier for me to go to sleep around 6.30 because we don't really, I mean, yes, we do stuff in the evenings, but I personally don't have a lot to do in the evenings. Therefore, I can go to bed earlier and just kind of end my day. So yeah, my schedule is all in all kind of packed with running and my family and school and my job and just maintaining my social life and etc. It can be just really hard. So I know that most people who are my age are starting to get jobs. I know my friends are starting to get jobs and they're also trying to balance the same thing with whatever sport they may have or hobby or just, and even if they don't work, I know my friends still have to balance a lot and it can be tough. So um, basically that's just for me, I do have to have those things done and I do not always get it. Sometimes you have to learn to pick and choose your battles and I think that's the biggest thing I have personally discovered over the past month or so is you cannot do everything. <laughs> you have to learn what is important and prioritize and cut out things that aren't important even if you really love doing them. Um, sometimes you have to discipline yourself and learn that not everything that you want to do is good for you. <laughs> so you have to cut out the things that even though they may bring you some sort of joy maybe they are taking up more of your time when you could be when you should be doing other things uh, that's not to pick on anyone or say like you have to get rid of everything that you like to do um because I still have things like that I like to do that just kind of clear my head and I enjoy just messing around with my guitar or whatever it may be but um we just have to really be careful and check ourselves on what we're consuming ourselves with like what are we doing with our time how are we spending it because that is really honestly just really important so my schedule on an average pretty much looks like um in the morning I work from two or not two thirty. I say I work from two thirty, but I mean I wake up at two thirty. I work from four to eh, anywhere between like ten, nine thirty and ten and thirty-ish. It really just depends on the week or what I'm trying to get done or if I have extra stuff to do. When I work from home, it can also change a lot. So right now I'm working anywhere from ten thirty or nine thirty to ten thirty and I try to run <laughs> that is still cannot figure out it is hot I live in Texas okay it is burning hot outside right now it's like in the 90s I don't think it's I don't I don't know if it has reached the hundreds yet it has been raining the past few weeks but um at times it was really just burning me and I did not want to go out and go run but the only times when I have to go to sleep at 6 30 the only time I can run is around 
noon or two and (laughs) that is probably the hottest time of the day in texas like the sun is out and it is not afraid to tell you that i literally just it's so bad (laughs) i make it sound like i hate doing it honestly no i love running but like running at the times that i do living where i do it's awful it's just there's no way around it but honestly like you have to get used to it because when i start in august i'm gonna be running like four and so it's not gonna be much different it's still gonna be hot but yeah i wish i could run in the morning but i work so i can't but yeah so I try to run anywhere at like from like noon or two-ish and I do school. You know, school only takes me about like two hours right now because again, I'm only doing school, like just a few subjects I need to get done over summer and not doing all of my subjects. That would be insane. No, thank you. I am on summer break. Um, and then I try to um, like work out anywhere from three to four because I can be inside and I don't have to be outside in the sun. I would go outside around like three or four and you would think I'd want to run around that time but no it's actually I feel like in my opinion okay not everyone agrees with me on this but in my opinion it's more hot like it's more hot throughout that time three or four than it is two and even if it's I don't know kind of more cloudy it's still just like burning out there there's no way around it when you live in Texas to be honest like it's just a hit or miss constantly. Anyway, I feel like that is a good window to go into um, my goal and my mission here, what I want to be doing. So I know that was a lot of random topics um, that I covered about myself. And yeah, you probably don't want to know all of that. But there's a reason behind why I chose those specific um, things to introduce myself with. So uh, my ideal audience for this podcast will probably be aimed more towards Christian teenagers or demotivated teenagers. Even if you aren't Christian, I would love to hopefully witness to you. But yeah, that's just teenagers in general is where I'm kind of aiming at because I myself am a teenager. But feel free to listen if you are of any age. I would be grateful to have you listen to my podcast. But yeah, um, my goal is just to set an example, you know, uh, in 1 Timothy 4.12, we're told, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So for me, that is just personally been a struggle. I know that um, I, being 16 and going into my junior year just seems insane. Like this is happening so fast. I will be a senior next year. And I just, a part of me and my immaturity wants to stay that kid and have um, that mindset of an immature child, but I know that I am told to be an example for believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and impurity. It's not a recommendation God has set for me. It's a command he set for me, and I think it's just something that I personally fail in a lot. I don't set an example, but I think that's even just more of a reason I want to do this is I want to help motivate myself and others. So yes, I want to help others in this process, but I feel like doing it myself also just humbles me a lot and makes me realize, wow, like take the log out of my own eye before I go and point the finger at everyone else. So yeah, that's just personally, I want to help my fellow Christian teenagers to set an example for our lives. Like, what are we doing? I know that I have 
multiple times myself. I felt lonely. I've been stuck in ruts. I've been lost. And if you're there, just know that you are not the only one who has been in that situation. And I've been there personally. I've been there multiple times. I still feel like I'm in that sometimes to this day. But we do have a hope and we have a duty as Christians to be different. We're supposed to set examples. So if we look like everyone else, what are we doing? So I just want to challenge you on that. I want to challenge myself on that. It's something I have to do a lot and I have to stay accountable to i know it can be really hard to not just be like everyone else and even in the little things that we do if we you know we can think like oh i'm just being legalistic or i'm being too particular but no like really just check your heart pray about it what are you doing and is everything that you do glorifying god because just because you can do it doesn't mean you should you know so I think, like, it just reminded me of the all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. So we just have to check ourselves, I think, a lot. Anyway, uh, so my message to those people out there, just my fellow Christians, is you are less than perfect. And, you know, we know that. But there is someone who does suffice all that we are not, and that's Jesus Christ. So we have to constantly remind ourselves, like, Yes, you may fail and you may not do all that you want to be doing right now. Maybe you're in that position of being lonely, stuck in a row or lost, but there's someone who can get you out of that and there's someone, no matter the circumstance, who can give you a hope and a peace that nothing or no one else can. Um, my, well, I love <laughs> listening to Paul Washer, but my favorite, um, thing that he said in his shocking message, if you haven't heard that yet, Um, I'll actually quote it right now. I have it pulled up somewhere. In his message, he says, let's imagine that I show up late and I run up here on the platform and all the leaders are angry with me and say, brother Paul, don't you appreciate the fact that you've given, you're given an opportunity to speak here and you come late? And I'd say, brothers, you have to forgive me. Well, I was out here on the highway and I was driving and I had a flat tire and I got out to change the tire. And when I was changing the tire, the lug nut fell off and I wasn't paying attention. But I was on the highway and I ran out and I grabbed the lug nut. And as soon as I picked it up in the middle of the highway, I stood up and there was a 30-ton logging truck going 120 miles an hour, about 10 yards in front of me. And it ran me over and that's why I'm late. Now, there would be only two logical conclusions one i'm a liar or two i'm a madman you would say brother paul it's absolutely absurd it is impossible brother paul to have an encounter with something as large as a logging truck and not be changed and then my question to you would be what is larger a logging truck or god that is something that i look at a lot because um yeah like wow (laughs) what is larger a logging truck or god and um if you have been converted and christ has saved you why are and i'm not saying directly you but for me personally like why do i look like the world if sometimes i have to just self-examine and think that like why do i look as if i haven't been changed (laughs) because god is much bigger than a logging truck and he has changed me and i can't say that he has changed me and act like the world so um yeah it's just i wanted to encourage everyone you know i i know that i personally know a lot of people and i have been in the position where i just haven't 
not to pick at adults, but, you know, I, I see adults talk about serious issues and I see, you know, the moms and the dads or whoever it may be talk about things that they're struggling with, whether it be like homeschooling or work or whatever or marriage. And I just, I want, I feel like there should be something for us who are teenagers, like, where are our serious topics? Why are we not talking about the things that, you know, we struggle with? And even if we are, usually it's not a good light and it's just a complaining or just like an acceptance of like, yeah, I mess up here and I don't really care. So no, there is a hope for you and there there is a way out of those things. And so I just, I want to be that um, encourager and, you know, iron sharpens iron. So I want to help those, whoever it may be, who may listen and just remind you like we are not to be of this world so yeah that has just been such a big gold mine and I know that was kind of all over the place but yeah um throughout this podcast you'll see me uncover more serious topics or issues or whatever we may be discussing that day living the everyday life and how yes you'll get to know about my sleep schedule for the week or whatever it may be but my main focus is going to be on how how to live this in this world and how to um be different and so the the title of this podcast is you know counting the chaos as joy and the whole point of that was as chaotic as your life may be whether no matter what your circumstances are like i i just told you some of my favorite things but i'm not gonna go in depth about all of the um crazy things that are going on in my life right now but I do have struggles and hardships and my life has not been perfect over the past however long. The two weeks, it has not been perfect. And there are just so many things that we don't know about everyone. And I promise you that everybody has some version of chaos in their life that you probably don't know about. So yeah, just we need to learn how to count it all joy, how to count even the craziest of the craziest of times. And as teenagers, sometimes our crazy times don't look like everyone else's crazy times. And it could be something small and your life may seem chaotic. And no, there's hope, there's peace found in Christ. And I want to help direct you towards that as a sister in Christ to show you like you are not the only one (laughs) struggling. I promise you. I know that personally I have been through a lot in my life. Like I said, I was not saved until I was 15. And coming from a blended family, I did have not the most (laughs) ideal um, situations throughout my life that I went through and challenges I faced. But, you know, we've all had that in just different ways. Um, But I went through just some really rough patches. And I, I was really lost. And even as a Christian, I've been really lost so many times since then. It, it does not get any easier. But there is a peace, you know. Um, but I just want to say, like, we were, to- were told in 1 Corinthians um, 7 through 11. I, I'm actually going to pull that up too. Sorry, I'm like pulling everything up. <laughs> but um, I want to pull that up too and read that because that's just an important passage to me um in first corinthians um six verses seven through eleven 
um, we're told, the very fact that you have a, have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or do you not know that the wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Um, sometimes when I hear that verse, I kind of shrug it over. I'm like, yes, yes, I know. Such were some of you. You're gonna hold us. You're gonna go through the whole thing about like you were like that. But no, no, no. Like yes, listen. <laughs> Such were some of you. You know, like we were that way, but we're no longer like that. We were washed by the blood of Jesus, and sometimes our pasts and our life before knowing christ can look really crazy it can look really rocky it can look just as that passage said um and even if you maybe didn't do like specific like you're like okay i wasn't that bad no just you were bad (laughs) even you saying that just or i've try to think that way too but even saying that that is greed and that's just one thing listed in there so I always find that kind of ironic but um no we were we were bad and but that's the point is there is that's not who we are anymore we have an identity in Christ our identity is found in him and I can say that I can say that I have personally struggled in so many areas I can say I was so lost and admit to things that I've done because that's not who I am anymore. I have been remade and washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And that is where my hope and my life lies in his hands. You know, so I know that can be a really big struggle personally for me. I can feel just really alone. And I know that it's just, it's hard when there's not, well, I know there is, but I feel like there's not a lot of people who talk through the struggles of the teenage life and um there are those people who are like oh yeah like it you don't have it as hard but we do struggle too and there are a lot of things that we personally are trying to overcome and as just people like as god's children around this age there's just so many things that we face like there are so many temptations everywhere there are so many just ways to fall and i know that just it's not easy it's really not when we're bombarded left and right with the world and we have all of this just pressure around us it can be really hard to stand out and to um, be different um in today's age i know that like one of the biggest things too is when we are constantly like what am i looking for just being pulled from christ like when people are or people or things or anything is trying to pull us from christ it can be hard to get back for anyone like you may feel guilty you may feel just ashamed of everything that maybe just how lost you've become and it can be hard to get back i know personally i'm just gonna like be honest here sorry there's a dog barking (laughs) but um i just the past this year it's been hard um just trying to navigate where my heart is and 
there's just been a lot of things I've had to fight and a lot of personal decisions I've had to make and give up. Um, it's just been hard to do in general. And I know that I have a lot of friends or people around me who are struggling with the same thing. They don't know, like, is this okay to have? Is this okay to do? Is this okay to say? What, etc. And I think we get so lost in this world and we just really have to check ourselves. Like, look, do we honor God in everything that we do? I think it's more important to ask that question than it is to constantly be like, okay, well, is it okay to do this? Is it okay to do that? I think the answer to that is, is it glorifying God? Is it helping your relationship with God or is it damaging your relationship with God? And I don't think that necessarily makes whatever it may be bad. I mean, obviously if it's sinful, it's bad, but maybe it's something not sinful. It can still be damaging to your relationship with christ which then causes you to sin because you're damaging your relationship with christ you know so i think it's just we all have to take that step and realize what is what we want to do is not always going to be the same as what is right to do and we know that as christians we our flesh is deceitful and we want to do things against god's will but we always have to fight that it's constant battle everything that we do is a choice that we're making and are we choosing to walk in christ or are we choosing to walk away from him because there is no middle ground either you're walking toward him or you're walking away and that's something i have to constantly and i mean constantly remember because it's just like you don't think about it as often on a, like when you're living your daily life and i know that we should but we don't think about it all the time when it's just like, oh, my friend's showing me this video. Um, should I be watching this? Like, I don't always think that. I just watch it. Or, you know, obviously if it's really bad, it won't. But um, when it's just something normal, maybe it's not the greatest video. Maybe it has some pretty bad humor in it. And I have to constantly fight myself and ask myself the question, is this glorifying to God? Um and if I'm hanging around people and am I, if I'm always around those people, I have to ask myself, are these people glorifying to God? And we have to start somewhere. And I think the point of this podcast for me is like I said, I want to be there for other people, but I want to ask myself these questions. Like I want to ask myself, what am I doing? Because I, I'm going to admit I'm a hypocrite because I have failed in that way so many times, but I'm not saying it's okay to do it. I'm saying, I know I do it. And that's that I know I sin. I know I mess up. And I, but I also know that it's a constant struggle and it's a constant battle, but it's not a losing battle. And no matter what you may feel like you are struggling with, or maybe it's just for me, one of the biggest things is peer pressure. If I'm around people, like I said, if someone's showing me something or if, I'm hanging around people and I start to do whatever those people are doing. Like it could be any, absolutely anything, whatever you personally struggle with, we have to fight that weakness. And it's a constant, constant battle. And I know I keep saying that, but it is, it's never going to just end and go away. And I mean, yes, when we die, it will, <laughs> but, um, on this earth, we're told that we're going to have trials and we're going to have tribulations, but take heart. You know, we are told to, we are actually promised to have struggle, to have hardships, to have things not go our way. I know 
for me, I lost my dog in April. Um, my family, uh, got puppies in February when we moved and I begged my parents with everything in me to, um, have my own puppy. And I did have my own puppy and he passed away in April. And that was one of the hardest, still is one of the hardest experiences I have ever gone through. And I was just questioning that so much like i've always heard people after like grief or loss question and i'm just like how do you do, how do you have such little faith but and that's just my own ignorance you know but having lost just my puppy not even like someone not even a family member i could not imagine losing a parent or a sibling but even just losing my puppy that was such a hard time for me i i was questioning so many like things just why was God doing this? And we have to remember, it is not in our hands. Our own lives are not in our own hands. Even everything that we may own, everything that we may call ours, is not ours. It's his, and that is rightfully so. We can't expect to control everything when we aren't the ones who made everything. So I think that's just something i have to face a lot is just um especially being born in a blended family that has had its struggles and i've all i just question sometimes like lord why did you put me in these situations or why is this happening or whatever it may be it's constantly just me wanting to be in control and we have to remember it's not up to us our lives are not in our hands and that is for the absolute best but we can forget that i forget that i think sometimes that things would go better if they were in my hands and yes i know that that is not true but it's it's a it's a very hard temptation and um just struggle that i have to constantly overcome because it's not it's not up to me for what happens to me and God is good all the time, no matter what, no matter if we feel like our world is crumbling and everything is just going terribly, he is still good. So I think that's just something that I would personally want to hear. It's something when I listen to podcasts that I want to hear is that no matter what may be going on, God is good and his new, his mercies are new every single day there's a reason why he's doing what he's doing no matter what it may be in your life so maybe you're not going through that maybe you're not going through a, a point of grief and you're just living your day-to-day -day lives um maybe you're struggling really really hard with something right now or you are getting over something or you're struggling with sin um just remember in this world you will have trouble but take heart for he has overcome the world and that i mean i say that a lot and that's because i see it a lot it's actually a verse that my dad has in his office and um i constantly look at that whenever i'm down especially at work because it's true you know maybe you're not going through something right now but i promise you your schedule your your quote-unquote perfect as perfect as your life may seem it's gonna get thrown off course it's going to and the question is what are you gonna do when it does who are you going to trust? Who are you going to look to? Because he's the one that you're going to need. Maybe your life is good right now. I went through a period of time where I was very, very blessed. And I was 
just so thankful to the Lord for having just his mercy on me. But then I remember talking to my parents and being like, guys, I feel so complacent. Almost because things are going so well, I feel like I just take advantage of God and I don't spend that time with him. I forget how good he is for me because I'm so distracted with all of these side things, with all of like, oh, this is what makes me happy. He's given me all these things that make me happy. Yes, I may thank him, but I forget to actually appreciate him. I think I can throw around the word thank you or if I'm praying, you know, thanking the Lord, but that comes with appreciation. Are we actually appreciating him? Because then you will fall in that trap of complacency and you will feel like um, you for, you're forgetting God or whatever it may be. And that's because no matter what, there's always going to be something wrong in your life. And if you think for a second anyone has a perfect, I can promise you it's an absolute lie. Like I know people have personally told me that they think my life is just some bundle of happiness and just sunshine and rainbows but it's not it's not full of sunshine and rainbows you know there's hills and valleys that i constantly go through i the main reason why i'm doing this is because it feels like the most least appropriate time i have been putting off recording the first episode like because i've been prepping so much for this i've been pushing off the recording part because i've been waiting like okay i'm gonna wait for my life to get better or i'm gonna wait till whatever is better i literally down to like i'm gonna wait until my running schedule is better like no that does not matter (laughs) um that's probably like the least important thing it doesn't those things are not what life is about you know life isn't about having the greatest uh like fitness schedule down or um the greatest bible routine or whatever i don't the whole point isn't to be fake it's to have this real godly authenticity not like the if you know what i mean by that not like oh it's okay to fail so here's all my failures no but here is where i'm at right now and i'm gonna leave all of those struggles and failures at the cross and you know let's do that together let's let's lay all those burdens down together with christ and live for him so i have yeah i personally have just not been in the greatest place i have struggled a lot with my family or with my school or work and it's been chaotic but that's that's life no that's that is life i I, the whole point of the podcast was to like i said be real but i don't want to be fake so i just i don't think it was appropriate to wait or to think in my head like i'm gonna wait until everything is perfect because no ariel everything is not going to be perfect um so if you think right now that oh your life is not perfect like i am right there with you (laughs) i am i feel like my life is the furthest thing from perfect but we have hope and we have hope in christ so whether you feel like you are at the top of the mountain or at the lowest part of the valley i hope that i can be there to encourage you or to congratulate you there are just so many ways that I would love to encourage everyone else because I honestly have needed that encouragement because I think I rely so much on my circumstances and to be perfect in order to take time for my brothers or sisters in Christ. So again, I want to remind you, I 
don't let this podcast fool you. I have not been perfect. I have myself been in so many ruts over the past just month, okay? And there's so many more. Multiply that by 10 if you want to go into the past just six months, okay? So it's not, I don't live a picture-perfect life. Yes, I have a lot of stuff on my plate, as you may think, but I'm not always succeeding at those things, and I fail constantly. Like, I fail daily, and the reason for that is because I am not perfect, unlike Christ. I do not suffice, unlike Christ, and yeah, I mean, what more could I ask for than for someone who can give me hope and peace and be my savior and my king and like and my creator like it's just it's insane to me sometimes and I think I just I really needed to be humbled by that right now because my life is definitely not perfect you can ask just anyone who knows me I am not always succeeding at these things you know ask some of my closest friends and they will tell you that I there are times I struggle with work there are times I struggle with school there are times I struggle with my relationship with Christ and it's just it's not an excuse to not um do those things correctly but it's I just want to let you know like if you have been there so have I and we can change together because we're told that there's a time and a season for everything I don't want to sugarcoat um sin or failure at all but I want you to know like yeah you mess up because and even if you even if you don't think you do you do. <laughs> and that's because you're not enough at all. And Christ, he is the one who's enough. So we need to look to him and we need to be like him. So yeah, don't don't let <laughs> my podcast or anything I do, my Instagram, I want to I want to tell you guys directly, please do not let that fool you. I will post things that are going on great but maybe the next day something's happening and you may not know about it because maybe I failed or maybe my parents had to keep me accountable on something and I'm not gonna I'm not always gonna talk about those things so if you feel like oh wow like I've been failing so much or I have just oh my relationship with my family has been a mess and my relationship with Christ has been a mess like so has mine um and we can work through those things together and but we all like i said i don't want to sugarcoat it so we have to remember it's a command to christ gives us commands and it's a command to live like him and if we're not living like him we need to ask for repentance and humble ourselves and not think of those things as just small and remember that is sin and that that's not something to sugarcoat at all. So if you are stuck in a rut, you need Christ, you need to go to Christ and you need to ask him for forgiveness. And I, but just know, so do I, I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of, I know this is kind of been a mess, but I hope that that gave you some encouragement for the week. I, my main goal is to be that encourager, to be a friend. You know, iron does sharpen, sharpen iron. And I want to show others that you can count whatever your chaos may be 
literally whatever it may be you can count that as joy because we're told to count it all joy and god didn't put that word all in there just because he wanted to because he literally meant all (laughs) anything that may be going on in your life right now and it may not be going the way you want it you can count that as joy and there's yes there's a difference between you know joy and just the word happiness so know that but i want you to um realize that no matter your circumstance no matter your situation no matter if you're at the top of the mountain or at the bottom of the valley there's joy you can find in christ maybe not in your circumstance but you can find that in christ life is beautiful and god is the creator of all things and he is in charge of all things and so no matter what it may be he is amazing and great is thy faithfulness. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. And even though it was kind of all over the place, it is episode one. So just know that I do have so many topics and so many things that I want to uh, unpack with you guys throughout this series. Um, so I hope you please, 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 please follow this podcast because there's just so much to come. And if you would review it, that would mean the absolute world to me. You can follow my Instagram, which is underscore ariel.faith. That's where I post a majority of just my random <laughs> life. So you can see my 2.30 a.m. routine and uh, whether or not I went on a run that day, whatever it may be. But yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It was such a blessing to make. So I hope that I helped in some way or form. Thank you for listening.